0: You oh? saw you saw a fucking astronaut walk up a ladder. There are no ladders that you can climb in any of those games. No ladders. He's right. Yeah. And th- the Internet was like, what the fuck? You're <laughs> fucking an- you could climb up a ladder. And then um, what's his name? Todd Howard had to backtrack and clarify what the ladder really was, which was a cut a load screen for when you exit the fucking Mm -hmm. spaceship
1: Mm -hmm. (laughs) that's hilarious so there really isn't gonna be ladders
0: in the fucking game
2: Welcome back, gamers, to another episode of the Emergent Gamer Podcast, episode 300. In fact, three zero zero. I'm your host, Trip Zero. I'm also here with Neo Ayoshi. Hey, what up? And resident beard expert, Felix Hergood. The beard expert, Felix Hergood here. (laughs) That's that's his true actual voice. He's been faking it this entire time. Guys, we've made it 300 episodes. That's 300, 300 weeks. Three hundred weeks. weeks, one <laughs> episode. Yes,
0: <not>. Goodness, <laughs> um, to the we
2: don't have our uh, our fourth pillar of, of a guest lock and key. We will have him in a few episodes. He's dealing with uh, some life stuff, like it always happens. Nothing serious, but uh, we'll have him back soon. And when we do have him back, we have something special in store to celebrate this uh, third centennial. What's the what's the tricentennial? Is that tricentennial Is that the thing. Man. Yeah, this tricentennial and,
1: milestone. And if yeah. you want to see that stuff in person go to our youtube subscribe to us on YouTube. youtube.com slash immersion gamer and you can see it
0: happen in 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 video form it's great also anyone listening on audio you know um you could always uh check us out at uh live on twitch which we're on right now right um, now about 8 p.m every wednesday night eastern so check us out there. that's right check follow us out. on, anyway, on guys,
2: twitch um it's kind of. It's been a big week. It's huge. Something happened this past
1: week. I don't know what happened. It's what what yeah. Wait, wait, what happened? What
2: happened? I, don't know, I feel like we talking about Loki. Did Loki premiere? Is that what everyone was talking oh, about?
1: Oh,
2: I okay. loved Loki. That was two weeks ago. But okay, <laughs> I've, I've been blacked out. Yeah, it's E three time. guys. E three time, baby. Um, and we're still in a weird halfway world where things aren't all the way open, they're not all the way closed, people are vaccinated, some people are not, some people don't believe in it. Some people truly believe we're being injected with Bill Gates microchips. I mean, I was, but that was something you had to elect for. Um, We don't know where the world is going and where it's going to be, but we still have to talk about all these new video games, and this time of June is like the time the world has deemed the time to do it. E3 themselves has branded this time frame Uh, the time to still try to be a company. So E3 themselves were championing their own event and having digital events and announcements and videos. And we've had the most peripheral video events we've ever had in E3 before, too. I think we had 17 total showcases this year, which is the most. It's it's an insane amount of different shows to -hmm. watch. It almost seemed like a nonstop deluge of news
1: some year. i would argue probably didn't need to happen
2: i was gonna say just, a nonstop stop of news in a year where maybe not a lot happened so it was an interesting right. interesting feeling to this year's e3 we're gonna break down the shows uh what we liked and didn't like from each of the shows uh but first we're gonna do what we always do a little bit of quick catch up with uh, what we've been up to in the past week because the games don't stop um i'm pretty i've just been doing my thing killing zombies on stream um you guys have stuff to talk about i think you didn't you
1: right I do. I do indeed. I played two new games this past week. Um, The first one, I'll just get out of the way really quickly. I played Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate Episode Intermission, which is the Yuffie expansion to the Final Fantasy VII Remake. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that was Alice. Very Alice that dropped on friday and it is only on ps5 so if you played the game if you were one of the original purchasers of final fantasy 7 remake who helped get that game you know the numbers and the and the loyalty you're all welcome square said fuck you you can't play it you got to get the new console which are being scalped currently well
0: on i the i bought it on the PS-, <laughs> ps i bought the game on the ps5 does that mean i have it you no. do so well no it's a 20 dollar expansion I paid it for $20 to expand something. <laughs> then, then yes. Th- then yes. Then you All do right. have I'll it. I'll have to log into my PS5 and see what's going on. I think everyone gets the PS5
2: version of Boost, Final yeah. Fantasy VII Remake. Mm-hmm. If you do have it on the PS4, I think you get that for free. But you do have to pay 20 bucks for the
1: Yuffie chapter. Mm-hmm.
0: I, I might have paid for that. I don't know.
1: So... I played it, and um, I don't know how much... I know, Trippy, this is something that you, I know you want to play. Yeah, um, I, do. I, I do. won't get too spoilery, but I want to talk about a few things of it. It is... Do you want me to talk length? Um, you can talk length, yeah. I, I
2: don't expect it to be like, you know, a 15-hour a experience.
1: It's very short. I think I beat it in like five or six hours. Very um, that's, short. That's, I'm more
2: than okay with that, because that's, that's... When you say five to six hours, that's not you... Pouring over new areas, looking over details, spending time doing side things. That's you going like straight plot, right?
1: Right. Okay, um, then it takes, it that. takes place during the moment cloud goes missing from one of the, uh, the, I think the second reactor, uh, assault that they do. Um, and then he's with, he's with Aerith. And then you actually kind of see the OG crew come back to the seventh heaven, uh, bar. So, like you, as as you 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 kind of, but you're like hiding. You're like kind of hiding in the side. the the Um, part
0: where all the all all the the whispers are there at the seventh heaven bar. No,
1: that's when Cloud returns to Seventh Heaven. I think from that with Aerith, it's 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 something that you as you as the player during the game don't see. You don't see the aftermath of like what Barrett Barrett and Tifa go through. They they go back home. And you see their reaction, like, oh my god, they think we lo- They thought they lost Cloud, right? Because he disappears. Um, so that's a that's the thing you see. Um, it ends, and the ending is cool, but the ending isn't related to Yuffie. You kind of see what she does, and and it does make sense if you think about it, like plugging it into like the original game. It makes sense because she because of situations, and when you when you meet her later in the OG game, that that aside, I'm not. I'm trying. I'm, Desperately trying to avoid spoilers. Yeah, I can. I
2: can tell. I'm desperately trying to avoid spoilers. Very, very it's coy a with struggle. The discussions here.
1: They do a cool thing with combat um, that I like a lot. Um, you play only as Yufi, but you have a one partner. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not gonna. I won't give away who he is. He's a he's another Wu Tai ninja friend of yours. Um, but you have these things. Yes. What's up?
2: I, no, you can finish your thought. I just have a. I okay. want to make. I want to kind of dock a a question in there
1: you got it um but at, let me just get through this uh he has um you have what's called synergy moves and when both of you and your partner have your atb gauge filled at least one point in right you can activate synergize and what synergize does is it actually syncs up your attacks together so if you do melee attacks he will also jump in and do melee attacks with you if you switch to like your magic ranged attacks he's gonna mimic what you're doing and you guys can sync your attacks up Another thing you can do is, you know, your abilities where, like, you have, like, random, like, physical, like, cool, sweet-ass moves that you can Mm do using, like, the ability menu. So once you activate Synergize, um, it actually says, do you want to Synergize those uh, attacks? And now you're doing these, like, little mini cutscene dual like, style takedowns in combat with you and your partner together instead of you just doing it solo as Yuffie. It's awesome. It's It actually... It's really cool, and it lets you do you know a little bit more lets you be a little bit more badass in combat. it's pretty sweet um, do you think I like was, a
0: next part of the story that comes out is gonna you like permanently add that mechanic
1: possibly it's something that they can totally do um yeah. the cool part about the ending of it, which is what I like the most, and I'm not gonna tell you what happened trip I promise not i'm gonna'm I'm not gonna say anything what happened I appreciate that but it literally. Ties back into the end of the uh, like the OG game, like the uh, mm, the remake, remake game. Yeah, yeah. And it shows you more of that ending. Oh, it, it expands on it. It's like an extra, like four or five, maybe I don't know. I didn't time it, but it was like extra, like sp- let's let's say seven minutes of stuff, right? Like an extra, oh, like yeah, it's a like a whole. It, it's like you sit back and you're like, oh, they're really just showing us like a whole bunch of shit right now. I'm not going to say what it was, who's in it, who isn't yeah. in it. Just gonna say they show you a lot of stuff wow. um, but i was I was shocked when it ended. it was very it, for me it it breezed by. I just br- blew through it um do you guys have that any other questions about this? So will, will I
0: understand anything in that that reveal thing at the end <laughs> yeah
1: yeah okay. well, Good. not real i mean it just continues literally the ending of the game cool. a little bit more right setting up it sets up more of like part two essentially it just sets up more of like what to expect next. You're not going to be lost. It's not as weird as like you know, Sephiroth showing up with whatever no, bullshit at the end. Like no, it's not, shit.
0: That was all fine. At Kingdom Hearts boss. No, no, yeah. no, no, no. I had all of that, that. All of that was fine for me. What didn't make any sense was what was his name? Seth. Se- Sephiroth. No, No, Seth, Zach. That's why Zach. Zach.
2: Felix was very upset and probably
0: still is about Zach. Not upset about Zach. He's he's really upset because
1: you don't know who he is. So they expect you to like know who he is. And I wouldn't tell him.
0: They added a main character in the last like 15 minutes of a fucking of Dexter. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you know because as i told square, you then, and i'm square, you enix
2: now, of square enix you have a way to experience this full story i know, I know. and multiple fingertips whatever platform you desire even your mobile phone i know you can play i should i content. should
1: also uh mention that i did play it on my 4k tv 60 frame per second with the re the ray tracing enabled fuck dude that game looks That's fucking beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful.
2: beautiful. I do have a question about this. Yeah, what's up, what's up? Um, this this Yuffie being in Midgar situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I know you said they placed it at a time where in the original game you're with Cloud as he meets uh, Aerith by the church, and they do mm-hmm. all that whole thing. So this could plausibly have happened in the original game. And
1: plausibly, we know that, yeah.
2: we know that the writers from the original game are writing this primarily. So like maybe they intended this or maybe if they went back, they were like, this would make sense for her to do this because mm-hmm. we meet Yuffie soon after in the original game. We don't meet her in Midgar, but we meet her not the next town, but on the way to the third town, you mm-hmm. can say it's still very early in the story, but she's, she's skippable. Her whole side story is it doesn't even have to happen. Right. You could go the, the whole game without meeting her, but she is canon based on all the other property and media that has come out since seven originally came out. So right. Same with not, Vincent. She's not exactly same with Vincent. She's not a negligible character, but missable to the primary storyline. So mm-hmm. kind of the way
1: she was originally, she, she does work in the shadows and seems to be doing a similar thing in Midgar. And it, um, it, it does make sense because of where she ends up at the end of the chat of the story. Okay. Which I won't be tell which I won't be spoiling, but okay. the way they, the way they frame it, it works because it sets it sets her on the path to at least meet up with the, our main heroes, our main story heroes. Um, So that's really cool. I I like, um, it gives you more background.
0: Yeah, for sure. Trip, uh, you know, I like, this is just a general statement I'm going to make about stories that where I've established the rules or established the setting or the environment Events have uh-huh. occurred, and I see those events. And then later on, this is more common in TV shows than it is in, in time travel uh, stories. But later mm-hmm. on, I like it when the writers of whatever content revisit the same content you're already familiar with, just from a different mm-hmm. perspective, from a different character, in almost like the... The end third game? Per- like: the- an end game? Well, I was going to say it's similar to the third person third person third person omniscient uh perspective sorry, third person limited uh perspective from novels. you know, like if you hmm. read a book, you'll see the perspective of this event from one character but also from another character uh, in third person limited. And I think that's cool. I think that's a nice device uh, in storytelling, and it's very, very, very easy to do um with dlc expansions for video games um, absolutely because, it is you know i think the last of us uh kind of gives you that uh you know the perspective of when Le-
1: El- the left behind chapter yeah. yeah yeah
0: what ellie's doing you know when she's mm-hmm. in a different part of the map or whatever and lots of games do it and i love mm-hmm. it when they do it especially when i'm already familiar with the content you know
1: yeah no, it's good, and it's a good introduction to Yuffie's character as well. I think they, they play her perfectly. I think she's a, a joy to play as and watch. She's fantastic. Um, they're just—I think they're just nailing the remake. I think they're nailing this, um, regardless of what, other, or what changes they're doing to the story. You know, via whatever they're doing, it's great. I think I think everything they're doing is amazing. I'm intrigued, and I want to know where it's going now. And I don't know what to expect as an OG player of the game. That's, I mean, I know people had
2: issue with that. I truly don't. I think it's a great way to retell the story. Mm-hmm. I, I just, I think it is, and it, it, it's, it's plausible, right? Especially yeah. with all the different iterations that we've played these stories.
1: Exactly, makes a lot of sense.
2: I like that there's like a bigger idea to this whole universe,
1: and That's I love cool. that. And I love flushing like how they're fleshing it out even more with our it, current tech. Yeah. Doesn't
2: invalidate, doesn't invalidate anything, and it gives us a fresh experience. So,
1: oh, one thing that you're gonna love, yeah, again, the music in this chapter. Oh, dude, I because they do
2: the same thing. Was it
1: the same like treatment? They do well. Eventually? Well, exactly. Well, they they play they blast yufi's theme the, and the Wu Tai theme in mm-hmm. these remixed ways, and they give it like a battle spin, and then they give oh, it like a I slow see. spin, right? Like they give it like a sad spin at certain points, like, and you hear the music, and then she like whistles it, like you hear her whistling it. And you're like, oh, my God, I mm, guys, you know how to play with your music and I like it. That's sick. You're going to love it. You're, you're going to love it. Trep. I can't wait for you to play it. I'm hearing her theme in my head right now.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They totally rock that. They rock it. Um, and they do a really good job with it, too. Um, <sighs> any other Whoa. questions about Final Fantasy? I want to move on because no, I know we got yeah. a big show tonight. Yeah, I'm good. We're good. I'm all good. I'll play it one day whenever I get a PS5. I can't wait for you to do that. It's going to be a good day. Me either. I should steal your brothers. You should steal your brothers. You should steal your oh, brothers. I agree. You should do it. You cool. just pop your disc well, in, you just pop your disc in, dude, solved. and it transfers. Yes, fucking cool. Um, so, <clears throat> the next game I played was Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart, oh, which is which is the, the new, new PS5 yeah, yeah. PS5 game. Um, I've How never played that? a Ratchet and Clank game before. Okay. So I didn't know what to expect going into this, but I gotta tell you, yo, this game's fun. This is just like you hop I've, into this game. I've only heard amazing things about it, and it just goes. It just it tells you right away. Hey guys, you like Pixar? You like a good fun time? You like like crazy kooky characters and sci-fi? Take a seat, sit back, and enjoy yourself. And this game does some cool things. Like it's very basic third persony, like you know, platformy combat, but they give you all these really cool weapons, like really wacky weapons, like really strange, like real strange stuff. Like, um, and they play with it so well. They use the controller speakers. They use the, um, the triggers, like the adaptive triggers to like mess with how you use the, like your main blaster gun. If you just like lightly press on the trigger, it goes like pew, pew, pew. But if you hold it down and you feel it, it like rumbles in your hand and then it like rapid fires and stuff. And like, all the guns like do this like for like throwing a grenade or something, you ha- you hold it halfway you'll you'll like aim it you will pull it all the way you can just rapid fire you can just like launch those things it's all the weapons combined with like the traversal and how the game feels and these are the Spider Man guys so like they made the Spider Man PS4 game Miles Morales and then they made this game so like everything I, I got to think everything they learned from like what it means to like move like Spider Man they kind of like inject in here. You can like wall run. They added these like boots that are like uh, they're kind of like hover boots, but like they make they. it's like you're you're running your sprint. And the right. way you activate them is you hold the R1 button to kind of like start like boosting. But then you like mash the trigger to like kind of give yourself like like you're skating, right? Like you're mm-hmm. like kind of like air skating and then you go into like a full on boost. And that's like one of the worlds that you go to is that's the traversal method that they give you um they give you a grappling hook they give you all kinds of tools to like just explore the world and just have a good time with it on top of that they call this game we're off part it's a dimensional like the game's premise is that you broke the dimensions and they're all kind of like collapsing in on itself so they do all these really cool things with like space and just space not time they're not i don't i haven't seen anything like that yet but You have these, like, random open portals in the world, and you hit the L1 button, and you kind of, like, grapple into this portal, and it looks like you're grappling toward it, but it... You're grappling toward it, but it looks like you're pulling yourself into the portal, and the world around you kind of collapses, and now you're in the location of where that portal is. I don't know if I'm describing that well enough. I mean, it just sounds like a way you'd go into, like... Like is there like a hub world and there's multiple worlds and levels? That no you kind of there's there's no hub world, but they do at a certain point, you get like a spaceship to travel between different planets um, where certain tasks are given to you and stuff. okay. what i'm I'm talking about is like, let's say there's a platform above you on a on a pillar that you you can't really reach, but there's mm. this yellow portal looking thing there, and if you hit the grapple button, your character grapples to it, but visually, what's happening is is you're pulling yourself through a portal, and the world around you it looks like it's manipu it's like it's like manipulating yourself to that point. I don't know I if I'm describing it right. Well, it's I think it's, like, getting closer. it's like the por- it's like the portal game, right? Like you you're know shifting, the idea of, you're shifting the world around you to make it easier for you to get from point A to point B when you do the this. world. Yeah, you're in the same place, but the world is moving through you. You've Instead ever, of you yeah. moving toward the object, ever heard
2: the um, like the, yeah. the space time theory of like some people are working on like traveling between two really far points by you, like you, bending you fold space the paper, together. yeah, right. yeah,
1: and then you put it's a pencil like, through like it. a piece of paper exactly that's
2: folded to make they the do two this points far apart
1: touch each other exactly. They do this a lot in the game, and it's visually really fucking impressive. And on top of that, there are like pocket dimensions that you'll visit that are like. It's their way of being like bonus. It's like a bonus stage, right? Like where you, mm-hmm. you, you do a little traversal challenge and a little, you know, a little fun thing that, you know, that you, earn, you get a reward at the end, a collectible. Right. Um, but when you activate it, it opens a portal to another area and the planet you are, you walk through it and the planet you're on just disappear. It doesn't disappear. It's, it's like it loaded another map in the map that you're in and you're just in a new area. It, that it, sounds pretty cool. It's impressive because you're never loading. there's no loading screens in this game. The game just changes the environment on you on like a dime like it just throws it you know it's just it's just like every time I'm looking at this game first of all, it looks like a fricking Pixar movie. It's gorgeous the mo- character models are perfect. they emote perfectly, they're beautiful, every character is engaging and interesting, and they throw these this world that is equally like a pleasure to look at. It's just like eye candy at all times like and the game manipulates its visuals
0: in this crazy way it's just crazy how they like like they pull these stunts off what's up Felix? it's so much like a pixar movie that on the first game when i was trying to stream it sony blocked the ability for people to stream this, the the cutscenes.
1: oh really oh, that's funny
0: so you literally couldn't stream the story parts but like when you were playing the game that would that would be visible to people but like the uh, if the, the system like picked up on you trying to like play mm-hmm. the cutscene to an audience, it was literally just would they wouldn't see it? It was weird. even, even through, even through a capture card, or right? Well, I only did it through a capture card, so like, oh, wow. I, I, I had the impression um, that somehow maybe I'm getting some of the details of that wrong, but that's how I remembered it. Like, I
1: will tell you this uh, when I was when I beat the Final Fantasy intermission game. Um, they played Yuffie's ending, and then they played the secret Super Duper ending that I'm not talking about because, you know, trip. You I know. don't want to ruin this for you. you know. They the game the system was like, sorry, you can't record this. Please
0: don't record this. Right. And I was
1: like, bruh, <laughs> but I right. wasn't. You know, yeah, I think right. it, maybe yeah, it the was a, system does that.
0: Maybe it was a message like that. I, I you know I can't remember because it wouldn't make sense. Like, how could I see it, but then they not see it, but. I don't the
1: remember. game's in-game. The on-console recorder won't let you record it.
0: Yeah, it'll it'll blur it or it'll
2: like show some other screen if you do direct to stream. Yeah, yeah, know, services through there.
1: But I remember I was having they but, figured all oh, that shit out. Don't
0: worry. Yeah,
1: yeah, they figured that's you know. But Ratchet and Clank, like my first one, it's a damn good time, man. It's a it's the game that throws you in right away, and it's just you're just on the you're on the ride, like you're on the ride, and you love the characters. The story is basic but enjoyable, and it's. It's fine. Like the whole game is just like like great to play with. The 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 weapons make it a really fun time of just switching weapons and moving around the battlefield and and you get all kinds of crazy shit. You get like a sprinkler that turns uh you throw sprinklers down. They turn enemies into plants. You get a you get like a Yeah, it's like it's crazy. And then the the effect visually of of the weapons are also amazing. They're equally and enjoyable to like use, and the feedback from the controller also helps because you're getting constant audio through the controller and physical feedback of what you're doing at all times. And it's it's just That's a awesome. it's just a cool way of experiencing a game that you don't think about. Yeah, it just sounds like a top to bottom and incredible experience. We talk about how shooting in like in Destiny shooting games, it feel, Destiny feels good because you get that feedback visually audio wise and you get that you get the pop of the headshot and you know you did something good triggers something some of the good the good chemicals in your brain right mm-hmm. that's the good feedback this game does that in spades like you get feedback from the enemies reacting you get feedback from the weapons it, all the way through the audio and design and the controller design like the way that it utilizes all of these things it's cool like this game is pretty pretty much like top quality top tier game like and i never played a ratchet ratchet game before and um i do have the 2016 they gave that away for like free the remake of the classic yeah, yeah. original game I may go back and see like the roots of the yeah exactly the Avengers, dive in you know, and uh, experience it from the beginning Yeah, it's installed on my ps5 like um, and they and they gave it the ps5 treatment grade um i'm playing uh ripped apart with the performance mode with ray tracing on so it's it's kind of it's 60 frames a second with ray tracing visuals um i did switch it to full ray tracing 30 frames the 60 frames per second is just where it's at that's just visually the smoothness of it is just a way better experience for me um yep. th- those are the two new games i've been playing and i gotta say it's been a real good time it's been a real good time that's awesome but man. that's it that's well, it guys. Uh...
2: In terms of other incredible experiences, either ones that we've experienced before or new ones that are on the way, we turn to E3 for those. So let's talk about what happened this past week, what got announced. Let's run through the shows and uh, talk about what we
1: liked and what we didn't like. So let's kick it off with uh, Jeff Keeley's Summer Games Fest show from last Thursday. This one was, I honestly, I think of all the shows this is probably one of the better ones this you is said his name looks- right by the way it was I know I, I, I slowed myself down to think about it before I said it I Look literally at you. In my brain don't say g off Ke- nightly do not say g off nightly g off g- nightly g- That's <laughs> uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: you just like this show because there was death stranding and it was Norman Reedus acting like uh, Mel-
1: uh solid snake that's why That was okay that let's bring that up first then okay so a lot of people are speculating because he announced the director's cut of death stranding and the video of that was uh him literally uh norman reed is picking a box of oranges up which is a throwback to metal gear solid 2 because they had the box of oranges right that was it was on the tanker he was he everything he did was just the solid snake mimic he was in, um, in a facility crouch walking picked the boxes up got in the box got in the box And then he got out of it and walked away. And some people are saying, this is his way of saying goodbye to Metal Gear. That's... that's. Some people are out there on the internet are saying, just interpreting... When did this uh, happen? What
0: what day did this this happen on?
1: Last Thursday. Thursday. It was uh, the first official um, show. Well, he's not... Jeff Keighley isn't part... this. The show isn't a part of E3 official. This is Jeff Keighley's own produced and directed yeah. show outside of the ESA. Yeah. I guess oh, I was see. The fir- I see it was, where like it
2: was. The kickoff event for like this announcement. frame. Yeah. But you're right. Yeah, It's not an official part of E3. He's He did this, I think actually he started this in 2019 that summer when E3 was already having problems. Mm-hmm. And then 2020 he was like well, this was the perfect fucking time. Just to have this be a real thing dude, now.
1: And now we're in the dude, third year. This week during E3, Jeff Keelig was tweeting out things like, see, I told you so. Like, after certain conferences, this, being like, I warned y'all that this, that E3. this Death Stranding
0: <laughs> version is going to be a whole other copy that I have to buy. Not like, a, mm. like, I have the PS4 version and I get a version.
2: I think when they say director's cut, I think it, it's going to mean a new purchase. Yeah, yeah that's the like, feeling that I get.
0: That's what mm-hmm. the Ridley Scott meant, meant with the Blade Runner. Back in the day, so
1: sure, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get um it. <laughs> so another thing that got uh, announced announced was Borderlands spin-off Tiny Tina's Wonderland, which is a People are going of Borderlands. Excited for that. Yeah. Yeah, it's a more uh, apparently it's still a loot driven shooter game, but it is more fantasy driven. It is more mm-hmm. instead of sci-fi, they're going for a more fantasy spin. Yeah. Um and and they announced act like big name actors, like of course Ashley Birch who plays Tiny Tina. They announced Andy Sandberg, Wanda Sykes, and Will Arnett will be voicing characters in this game. Go ahead, Felix.
0: I hate to bring this up, but we seem to miss something that predates this these announcements. <laughs> and I, I don't know if it matters to you guys, but it kind of matters to me. We kind of blew past it's something. The, that- the oh. thing that
1: you're talking about gets a, it gets more detail later for sure. It does because they show off gameplay later in the show.
0: You know what I'm talking about? Battlefield. Battlefield. Oh, thank you
1: good yeah yeah, we're we're on top of it i wasn't
0: sure because i'm looking at your list and i'm going why the fuck did he just skip past wednesday
1: here because on it's Wednesday a, they, they, they showed it, a trailer. It. You guys yeah. are
0: you're on the pulse. I don't know shit. Fuck it. We're on the pulse. We're on the pulse.
1: <laughs> <laughs> we're with you. You're, we're with you're, you're gonna shut the, the
0: production f- team live. They fucking missed the first line. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and you're like we're live on the show. Man. I'm
0: smacking myself in the mouth right now and fucking <laughs> stop. <laughs> fucking
2: producers in the ear. Like, fucking that shit, dude? <laughs>
0: we're on the show. Oh my live. god! What are your faces for?" Sorry. Dudes. Don't worry, Felix. Um, I'm, I'm very excited you. about Battlefield. You, yeah. Yeah, I want to talk about it. I want to talk Battlefield, about Battlefield. It. It's, it's um, pretty hype.
1: Yeah. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that, that he got announced during um, during the game fest, summer games fest. But I'm going to just shorten this down because they also announced or showed off gameplay of Elden Ring. Finally. This was the biggest
2: this is the biggest thing from Summer Games Fest hands down. I, for sure.
1: I would argue this was probably the biggest thing of, of E3, pretty much all week. One of, yeah. yeah. Definitely um, one of the top 5. People have been highly att- anticipating seeing what this game looks yes, like. If you don't know what Elden Ring is, Elden Ring is uh from from soft, from
2: software is uh, you know Demon Souls, Dark Souls, that entire like the Souls genre. Elden Ring is their next game, but it's also being written by George R. R. Martin of Game of Thrones fame. So people are very excited for this brand new IP
1: in a Souls-like world. So and the, look, th- that that trailer was a banger, man! It showed off a lot of the open world. Uh, you can mount horses, you can traverse up walls in various ways. Um. It looks like they're taking everything that they've learned from like Sekiro the Souls games, and they're they're using their traversal and their combat knowledge to make like this is like the ultimate exper- Souls experience that you're gonna get with this game. But they're um, not gonna,
0: they're not gonna learn not to torture people. They're still just gonna torture people. Oh, it's still gonna suck. It's
1: still gonna suck, yes. it's yeah, still gonna it's suck still to yeah. play.
0: Blow dick.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I literally I've literally <laughs> given up on beating Sekiro because. <laughs> After two hours fighting this one boss, I'm like, it's not happening right now. I just, I can't do it. I just can't fucking do it. I'm not a gamer. I'm not a gamer enough for this. All right. But that is Summer's Games Fest. The best part of the announcement was watching Jeff Keighley announce this. Because if you watched him do it, like, you know, during the show, he was like shaking and almost like. Like going, like thank God I can talk about this now. It was like I've never seen him smile as aggressively as he did during Summer Games Fest. It happens when he when he hangs out with Kojima a lot because he did bring Kojima on for like a like an interview. But yeah, he was smiling. He's like, finally, I get to show this off. I've been keeping the secret for so long. I can finally do that. Like the burden is gone, right? Like the weights off his shoulders. It was a beautiful moment,
2: romance of of a lifetime.
1: I um I hate you, Puck. Just putting that out there. (laughs) That's no context podcast for you. Watch us live. (laughs) Anyway, I'm never um, I'm
0: never gonna play that game. Never, never gonna play that
1: game. Honestly, it's not for you, man. I would I would barely for me. I would literally karate
0: chop this brand new hardwood table in half if I tried to play that game. It's never gonna fucking happen. Nope. Yes, you would. You know, I, I always, you know, I used to claim when I was playing uh, Uncharted 4 on Crushing, I used to say that, that Neil Druckmann. That's beatable. Made, I For said sure beatable. Ne- Neil Druckmann is making torture porn, but like this mm-hmm. is real. This is torture. This is guys creating a game just to torture people on purpose. And I'm just like out, bro. Like, no way. No way. Not going to play. Sorry. Mm-hmm. That was my ejection. So, my ejection oh, of opinion. I mean, I'm out.
1: I, I get it, man. I I quit that game. I yeah, decided it it, went, it wasn't happening for me. um On Friday, we got the Koch primetime show, which uh, was Coke. Coke, Coke. Co- oh, yeah, that, yeah, whatever. Like the it's Coke brothers. <laughs> fuck the Coke brothers. That is the fuck Coke brothers, the right? Show. This, this <laughs> is no, 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 no. This is not know. related to the Coke brothers. Okay, this I is don't a know. German. This is a German company that is. Different and not affiliated with the show. Sure? It says
2: Coke Media. It says Coke
1: Media. <laughs> Let's Google Google it.
2: Google it. <laughs> like, I'm Googling it right now. I don't know. It's got to be. German Austrian media company headquartered in Hoffen,
0: Tyrol, Austria. I don't know what we're talking about.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I don't think it's the same thing. I don't think it's the same guys. Yeah, stop, stop trying to inject your politics yeah. in here, Trip Zero.
1: <laughs> 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 <I'm doing> politics <laughs> politics don't belong in video games. Didn't you know that? Down with capitalism, cab. Yeah. Ubisoft, no politics. We'll get to you. We'll get to you, Ubisoft. But anyway, they really didn't show anything. Apparently, that show was just a bunch of uh, developer interviews talking about games that they're making. Um, Okay. So there's really nothing nothing to talk about here.
2: fuck the Koch brothers.
1: Anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, So I'm going to move on from them because there was really nothing to talk about there. Um, I'm going to go over to Saturday now from the top and we're going to talk about uh, Gearbox. Another, what's, up? what's no, up? There's
0: only one thing in the Coke primetime show that, that might, that, you know, maybe a uh, kingdom come deliverance on the switch. <laughs> Yay. <laughs> Should, are you going to play this? Would you? Would you? <laughs> Should I, would. I? Should I? <laughs> it's going to be a big pass. For oh me. God. I don't know, man. Um,
1: All right. Gearbox. Ahead. Gearbox's presentation. They had their own showcase, which I would argue. Probably didn't need to be a showcase. But uh, they showed off a little more Tiny Tina Wonderlands. Um, they did a behind-the-scenes look of the Borderlands movie. And they awkwardly like approached Kevin Hart's trailer. And, t- and like Randy Pitchford was like, going, We're going to walk around the set for a bunch of minutes and talk to the director and uh, Kevin Hart. And it was weird. It was real weird. Um, they talked about Homeworld 3 a lot. That was like a bumper. That was like wildly like placed within the, within it the whole time.
0: I mean, I thought um, the, the silhouettes of the actors, like the, because the, they did this like presentation for the borderlands movie of the silhouettes of the actors um, who were going to play the characters and the silhouettes matched the look of the character shape. Oh, for from, sure. From the game. But and I was just like, this would, this, wow, this would is have it going to look like
1: that? This would have been different if they had showed us like actual behind the scenes of movies, but he was like walking around the set, and they're like, "Oh, we can't show you this. We can't show you that. We'll yeah, just talk to dumb. the director, and we'll talk to Kevin Hart in his trailer Weird. for a little bit about it." Um, and then they they like announced like more Godfall. Like there was like nothing here, so I'm actually just going to move on because there was nothing new to show off here. I don't know why there was like a thing. What happened story. early on in the
2: morning, though? Um, I do want to touch on this because we just talked about this concept last week. There was a wholesome games direct mm-hmm. that was Saturday morning after the Guerrilla Collective showcase I don't think there's really anything super important to hit in gorilla collective There was a lot of like um, I mean pretty good looking indie games expansions to games that have already come out but then there was the wholesome direct where it was all 70 plus games of just like chill no fighting well some fighting but like literally relaxing amazing experiences and I watched this entire direct and I was like I want to play like 90% of these games like there was there were Kiwis running postal services that oh was, yeah, like, that looked really was, good. Like, Harry Potter ripoffs and like witch worlds. Like there was so many cool
1: games. Entire lineup of games. I have the whole lineup here on WholesomeGames.com. Um, it's literally what we talked about. What was that last week when we were talking about nonviolent video games and like this is that company
2: or have that publisher? Lake? Yeah. Have you seen Lake? Lake Lake is a game about a, uh, a woman who. Like wants to get it. away from her life and goes to be a like a postal worker in like a little town for like two weeks. And you live the two weeks of her life doing whatever you want, living her life as this like postal worker, like away in this in this super well realized small town. There's a demo available for it right now. Lake is going to be a banger. That was What's really cool. is, Like Twitch chat, like it's all the resident sleeper like emote in twitch chat everyone's like e3 sucks you know that's like there's a terrible jokes about like women in gaming they're ruining gaming like the toxicity when shit like this gets put on display is like this the cringiest shit that you see all over twitch super cringy. if it's not it's... like battlefield if it's not like a new assassin's creed no one likes it and it's garbage which is really the which the is tone. trash one
1: hundred percent trash. But these these all look like amazing, fun experiences in the, in their own right. There, there is a game in this list for somebody,
2: uh-huh.
1: easily, easily. And that's the beauty of like publishers like this who boost up these indie pl- these indie developers and give them a space to get their game seen. Right, yep. that's who really won E three. These indie dudes, all these indie dudes and dudettes, they killed it. They killed it with showing off their awesome uh you know projects that they love.
0: And Leo, want to share with us? It's great, Felix. Hey, I just had a question. So I see on that same date um, that that happened, there was Ubisoft announcements or whatever. Oh, yeah, we're getting uh, to it. Yeah. I didn't get into this presentation until we get to Microsoft, which we talk about later. But um, and I did watch the whole Microsoft thing. But but the question I had that confused me because there were present there were Ubisoft games that were present in the Microsoft presentation. Was there anything announced during Ubisoft or Microsoft's presentation? that implied that Ubisoft games are going to be included in the game pass, or did that not
2: come mm, to fruition?
0: I don't Let's see. There, I, was nothing,
2: there was nothing to really make that. Nothing that finite. Leap or
1: that connection.
0: No. Okay. No, Let's I see, mean, I have, no, there was a, definitely something there to make that leap happen. Cause I will get to Microsoft.
1: To I will, but, I will talk about, we'll, we'll talk about what's yeah. coming to game pass that they announced. Um, I I'm looking at this image here. We'll get to it. I'll, And we'll talk about because that's been a very but, form
0: formative, uh, or a uh, formidable rumor that Ubisoft is going to at least put some of its games under the game pass fold, uh, like EA has done in the last year. So
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah. Um, that would be cool. Cause I like having game pass on my PC. It, it offers me uh, many, uh, titles that I can play. That's very nice. Um, so let's talk about Ubisoft. Um, Ubisoft's conference had, uh, the banger of the Mario and Rabbids sparks of hope sequel um, to the very popular Mario Rabbit series. Uh, I liked the first game. I thought it was a fun XCOM, cl- like, spin off, like, type game. It's a fun time. Um, I played the multiplayer with it too, also a fun time. Um, apparently, uh, they okay, they showed off Rainbow Six Quarantine, which is, has been renamed to Rainbow Six Extraction due to global right. reasons. <laughs> we've been in a quarantine,
2: so maybe we don't want to play a game called Quarantine.
1: Right. Um they showed the game um like a little gameplay demo as Ubisoft does with like, you know, very much on rails gameplay demo. Um it is a 1 to 3 player co-op experience. It's very it's not really a PVP game like Rainbow Six Siege. Um but you you actually perform everything tactically like you do in Resident uh not Resident in Rainbow Six. So it has a lot of the same uh characters from Rainbow Six Siege and they bring it in to this game, and you use it to fight these like monsters of a virus of something of some sort, and you set traps. You you can slowly, methodically work your way through a level and be tactical. And that's a cool twist on that that spin. Um, looks pretty cool if you want to co op with a friend. Um, let's see what else they showed us. More Riders Republic, which is that big, massive sports game that they uh, they they uh, showed off. Uh, they showed off a cool uh, Teenage Mutant Turtles game i said that really fast um let's see just dance of course avatar uh, there's, there's really there's
2: really there's my, my the two biggest things that i took away yeah. from there were were nothing that was mentioned yet i know you're going to get to the big the big drop i think the rocksmith which is like a guitar game coming back as a service is dope because you can plug in your actual guitar and actually play actual strings and frets literally learn how to play the instrument and play along in like a rock band or Guitar Hero style. That's cool. That's it's it. awesome. That's creative. It, they they, they provide you technology.
1: Yeah, it's like a subscription service that gives you lessons, essentially. Right. You're essentially signing up for classes to and learn we, guitar. we learn how to play guitar. That's, that's, that's fantastic. Fucking awesome. The power then, of video games right there. That's right there.
2: And then um, we got the trailer for a long-rumored Avatar open-world video game. That's probably yeah. the most hyped thing out of Ubisoft.
0: Yeah, it was. Ma- it's made in and that's the, gonna, that's the, the gonna region, coincide. Division engine. That's going to yes, coincide no with the release of the films. Hopefully. Got, that's the idea, yes. Three Avatar films coming. Two, three, mm-hmm. five, or is it five? A total of five? I don't, it's, I don't know, dude. James Who Cameron is going to make
1: <laughs> 70 million of these films. He's like, I'm just going to never stop making um, Avatar yeah, World. The, the, game, the game looks pretty. It's made in the Snowdrop engine, which is what is built off of, the, which is Division, the Division engine um it looks good it looks cool but it's a cg trailer so we don't know what the game plays or anything like that um and then they showed us a far cry trailer uh, another far cry 6 nothing new or groundbreaking other than avatar was pretty much announced during this conference mm-hmm. so i thought it was cool i think they can make a cool video game in this world i think there's i think there's something here for that right like i think there's something there yeah
0: um, for sure I thought that back so, when I saw Avatar in two thousand fucking nine when it came out. There's, <laughs> it was, yeah, there's a lot. There's how a lot of years sure. ago that was that dude like <laughs> two thousand nine. I think was Avatar. Yeah, it I was, think it was two thousand nine. Twelve years
2: ago,
1: bro. Yeah, mm-hmm.
2: a long time. Um, I'm gonna, together, James Cameron.
1: It wouldn't be E3 uh, without bringing up Devolver. Devolver show, Felix. Mm-hmm. If you haven't watched Devolver show, go watch it. It it's was probably so terrific,
0: wasn't it? I missed it's,
1: it. Well. Here's the thing they showed off like probably four games, but they're so well produced and hilarious they had a big it's worth watching mm-hmm. it's like watching a yearly like TV show like what's what are they gonna do I next know, year like, what's, what's gonna happen on devolver this year yeah um and it was good like they they had a whole running joke about like the like season pass max pass experience like it's kind of making fun of game pass and like yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and like season passes it was good it was those guys man they they know how to make a good fucking showcase of just entertainment rather than just like showing off games, which I appreciate. Um, let's talk now about Microsoft. This is now, the, next, the next story.
2: There's, there's a lot from Microsoft. I don't think we should go through and just like list what mm-hmm. was announced on Microsoft. I think we just kind of talk about our favorite moments, stuff that we thought was important, kind of some of the biggest reveals from this. Cause I think we can align yes. on a couple. Um, but yeah there was a lot it was dense it was pretty much you know it's it's Microsoft and Bethesda all all rolled into one and
1: Xbox and just like this show like the big show right. right let's talk about what they opened it with you want to talk about that trip do it opened mean, it with Starfield
2: I was gonna say do you mean do you I mean the game that I've been waiting so, for my entire life
1: <laughs> This this conference was so crazily paced because they opened with the banger of saying this is Starfield, right? CG trailer, no, but no, no, that was in game. Yeah, they said in game.
0: Fair in game alpha. Really good,
1: then that looks really good, but there really wasn't any gameplay elements to, like pull from it, right? Like we didn't really. Uh, oh, there's one. Thing, really get an idea.
0: There's one thing that people preoccupied themselves with that has not existed in. A Fallout or or a Elder Scrolls game that people were losing their shit over in that trailer. Oh, you oh? saw you saw a fucking astronaut walk up a ladder. There are no ladders that you can climb in any of those games. No ladders. He's right. Yeah, and the internet was like, "What the fuck? You fucking <laughs> an, you could climb up a ladder." And then, um, what's his name? Todd Howard had to backtrack and clarify what the ladder really was, which was a cut, a load screen for when you exit the fucking Mm -hmm. spaceship. Mm
1: -hmm. (laughs) That's hilarious. So
0: there really (laughs) isn't going to be ladders in the fucking game.
2: If you don't know what Starfield is, Starfield is Bethesda's, if you know Skyrim, the Elder Scrolls series, the Fallout series, it's their open world RPG, but in space. And I'm hoping this game feels Somewhat like a No Man's Sky, but with more of an in-depth story with super well built-out worlds. Maybe like a I mean, obviously we're not gonna get full galaxy exploration like No Man's Sky yeah, is, but like, like maybe something in the middle of like a like a star citizen but not terrible. Or like a um what's the other one? What's the space sim that people play in VR a lot? Um, elite Dangerous. Elite Dangerous, thank you. Like maybe Elite Dangerous kind of flying. Uh the concept art looks incredible. They showed off more of that. They showed off a lot of like there's a lot of hints and things. The Internet is breaking apart from this trailer because of what they showed on tables, what they showed the people doing, saying, um, you know, that they're already discussing the factions in the game. And uh, there's there's Elder Scrolls six hints. People think they found like an Elder Scrolls map hidden on a table. That's like, there's, awesome. There's, there's,
0: there's like Beth- so many Bethesda things packed into this trailer. Trip That's cool. Trip, I hate to be the cold water in this warm shower. Oh, I'm being year. very the, realistic. I'm, okay. I'm, uh, that was my pipe cold, dream list of the things. The cold water. But I want to ask you one question. Yeah. Is a change of the setting of a Bethesda game, which I play incessantly, right? Sure. But is the change of setting enough for you to get over the gameplay problems that have not helped you get through a bethesda game in the last like 15 years because you always say i try to play bethesda games but i get incredibly distracted and bored and and can't get past like the first opening
2: you know i don't say that i don't say that you have i say that that, happened haven't you that
0: happened with fallout 4 Fallout I thought 4, you said that happened with, uh, well, it didn't happen with Skyrim, right? You've no, been able to no, no, Skyrim, I play okay. repeatedly to
2: this day. I play it on the Switch. I okay. play it on my modded-out PC version. I played uh, Fallout 3 nonstop. I okay. played that to the, to the bitter end. Saw Liam Neeson's whole, uh, whole arc. character arc, you know? Uh, <laughs> I just, I, I, for whatever it was about 4, I couldn't get
0: past Fenway Park. I'm not holding that against you. I'm not holding it against you. Okay. I was conflating <laughs> probably I was conflating things you've said with what Locke has said. And it's yeah. not the same
2: Locke is the one that like for, for the majority of these games, he's the one that will play like five, five percent and then be like, I don't, I'm doing something else. Yeah. Um, and what was encouraging was that they, they made a very big deal. I don't think this was in the trailer, but this was in like the after event, like yeah, they had a thing the where they interviewed thing.
0: like the developers
2: yeah. of it. Yeah. yeah, they were like, "This is on our new creation engine, right?" So the joke no. with Bethesda mm-hmm. is that
1: they said this about Fallout Four, kinda.
2: Did they? Fallout Four didn't have a rebranded like engine window and animation like this one did. So look, okay. I'm, I'm an optimist. If they show me something new, I'll be like, "Okay, cool. We'll we'll, we'll take this as it is." They need to say that we did not have the technology to make this until now. we built this from the ground up. And what's encouraging is that if this is truly a new, a new engine and a new system and a new way of making the games, developing the games, displaying the games, running the games, they should on paper work better, run better. And then also this can be translated yeah. to elder scroll six and make that world incredible as well. So um, I just hope, for so many reasons that this is a real thing uh, in terms of their development process.
0: I think also, this I game don't... has a lot to compete. With. Sorry, Neil. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Go ahead. No, I just think this game has a lot to compete with. Like you just came out with a mass effect trilogy. Re-release. You just came out with, yeah. um, fu- you Sorry, know, like no man's sky, you know, full well that no man's sky is doing what they're, Claiming they're going to be able to do it better than they've already done it. I, I don't think, mm-hmm. you know?
2: it's, I don't a think it's a different style. Yeah. Yeah. Starfield's not saying they're going to have No Man's Sky level of like uh, universal detail, but also No Man's Sky doesn't have like the depth the,
1: and the, the layers RPG and the key elements, it, this the storytelling. Yeah. yeah. Like there's a lot of elements that make Bethesda games popular uh, to a lot of people. Um, and, and No Man's Sky fits its own niche, right? That is. The exploration the the discovery right that's like a ex- that's what a uh, no man's sky promises at this point uh-huh. but with starfield you get that and hopefully a finely crafted world and, and narrative along with it or universe in this case whatever they're doing with this game we don't really really know yet but um they gave us a release date of 11, 11 that is a callback to the release date of skyrim which was 11 11 11 so that was i like that a lot a little throwback there um, I'm going back
2: to play Morrowind for my
1: Bethesda history lessons, by the way, dude, my it's pie in the sky, terrible. my pie in the sky wish to see on this stage was a Morrowind remaster. That would have been dope. I would have loved to see like just a remake of some kind, maybe a remaster. I yeah. would have loved to see that because I've never played that game. My roommate loves that game so much. Um, He goes all he's like all about that. That game. That was
0: the first um, Bethesda game I ever played. Just so you know. Oblivion was mine, and I mine, mine lost my life as well. Actually, yeah, yeah. I lost my
1: life. Um, let's move on though, because we got a lot more to go through. Um, they then came through like in the middle of the show and showed off Halo Infinite, which is usually what you think they would they would end the show on with a banger like Halo. They showed me, off some multiplayer. Yeah, me, Lock and
2: Key, and Nimbus were playing Trials in destiny 2, we're like we could get another like card done like they're not going to show halo until the very end we're like three games in and it's like oh my god dude it's halo right now we're like shit and we got to finish this game because <laughs> like, <laughs> to watch this trailer Like, it was, uh, it was a the cool trailer was yeah.
1: yeah oh look really dude loved what i saw loved everything i saw um the multiplayer is going to be free for anybody who wants to play it which is awesome because that means We can all play together. Doesn't matter purchase or not. And it's great. It's cross play too I believe. I think. Um, They also said something really cool in this. um, The multiplayer season passes are going to be purchasable like back catalog. So if you miss a season it doesn't matter. You can still purchase that pass and work through that pass. Shit they announced
2: besides the Mm -hmm. actual gameplay stuff. So that means you you don't don't miss content. These seasons because I'm forced to show up at a certain date and time. Mm, dude if I could just play shit at my own pace And like miss out On my own schedule then catch up on my own schedule
1: That'd be incredible that'd, I would I would play the fuck out of it mm-hmm. And the best part is, is it looks like they did Do a pass over on the graphics that people Were like so shaky about before It, did it looks look a little, little Shaky before yeah. But now it looks more solid the characters Have more of a pop they're less like blurred It looks like in a lot of situations when you saw it In the previous trailer the characters they, they, they look like halo characters, not generic sci-fi game, whatever, right? They look good. Um, I honestly, I don't know, and there's, they didn't show this during the conference, but they had like a 16 minute um, multiplayer like you know demo you know like an explanation. everything looks very halo, looks very good. Like I think they they got something here if they if they pull off this Halo revival, and I wish Locke was here to talk about this with because he's the halo guy. But I think they got something really cool here. I'm excited about it. I haven't been excited about Halo since 3. So <laughs> there you go. I'm sure we'll be diving into that as we learn more throughout the year. Uh-huh. Um, they showed off a whole, cool, like, a whole bunch of other cool games. Um, back for Blood was all over the conference. I'm not going to talk about that. That's the, the Left for Dead game that, that's coming oh, back. Right, wow.
2: It's the same team that did Left for
1: Dead, but not mm-hmm. legally can be called Left for Dead, essentially. Um, they announced Outer Worlds 2. At this conference, this is one of the best trailers. It's pretty good. It was hilarious. I mean, did you, did you see really this good. one? Yeah. You
2: saw this one, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I like honestly, can... If you don't see his face because we're not done the development of the character yet. <laughs> <red. laughs>
1: this is honestly, it, this would not have been on my bingo card for Microsoft. Yeah, because honestly, no. they just put Outer Worlds one out. They announced mm-hmm. that they're working on Avowed, right? Another game. The fact that they're like. Hey, we're working on a sequel. I'm just like, boy, where do you guys get all this development? Where do you pull this out and pull this out of your ass from? You guys are busy as fuck. Yeah. Good for you guys. You guys pull it off. Good for you. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to bring up, should I bring up the final banger? Because that was a great banger. Or, um, well, I, I want to hit real quick. Um, I'm well, not we gonna should talk, talk about, about Battlefield. We can't, we can't not talk about Battlefield.
2: We, we will. I want to say how cool it is, though, that Flight Simulator is, is getting the attention. That it is because it's an incredible game and they're getting a Top Gun expansion, which is dope as hell with fighter jets
1: and it's coming um, to Xbox, which it wasn't yeah, on before.
2: I right know. Forza Horizon 5 also looks incredible. Gorgeous. Those, um, those games are out of control. with It, how good it always they makes me want to play a driving game when I see something like that. Um, so that's exciting. Uh, but yes, let's hit. Let's hit Battlefield because Battlefield is pushing the envelope here.
1: Yeah, they they bit. showed off gameplay in this trailer specifically. Um dude, that game looks great. It looks like Battlefield's back, baby.
0: Go ahead. Can can we can I say something before we get into Battlefield which I do want to talk about. Yeah. Uh, oh, I
1: brought up Battlefield just so you could talk about it.
0: Yo, I I, I feel like tripped stop me if I'm wrong, but I, am I getting gaslit by this article that Neo sent me? <laughs> which, uh, tell which tell me what was more. it saying? Did I during this presentation witness a Fallout 76 announcement, or did that not come in this presentation? Oh,
1: oh, that w- I think that was in this presentation. This
0: whole fucking article just skips over that that even existed.
1: So I'm sorry, skipped over
2: it existing. It's probably like an expansion or something. Like. They did. I actually, but, but, I actually but, but
1: tweeted at Felix when they announced. There's it. There's
0: fucking it. expansions mentioned here by many companies. <laughs> Like, yeah. oh, man, We're, that's not, the we're not going
1: over
2: everything that was announced. We're talking about the bangers. What you know? matters to me? <laughs> you said that. I mean, that. that's fair. That's you fair. Well, you, just said, said that. you, just said, you just said You just said there's so many little things. I want to make sure you weren't going to go back and be like, no. We're missing you know, the Ted and, and Tony well, expansion. Something is, something is relevant.
0: Something is relevant that Mm -hmm. was announced that blew my fucking mind about the fallout expansion not the steel rain shit because that's just another season pass whatever fuck that they announced that like the later season that's going to come out probably in 2022 is is the announcement it's going to go back to the pit you did say that fallout 3 was one of your favorite like games you played right the Mm -hmm. pit was an expansion Mm -hmm. it was pittsburgh it was expansion to Fallout 3.
2: Oh, yeah. I definitely played it. Yeah. What
0: this represents for Fallout 76 players, if that matters to anyone who's listening who's a Fallout 76 player. Oh, look, I'm just glad they're, they're making content for it. However, you interpret it. The only thing that the, 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 why this is relevant is because this is a whole new map. Like I don't mm-hmm. know if it's going to be open world or if it's just going to be a, like a rehash event like kind of thing. It, well, it might just be a rehash of the old code that they used used for the Fallout 3 expansion The Pit. But like that's really cool because we're going to get to leave the map that we normally play and go to a completely different yeah. map. Um, so that I mean I just want I I'm just like reading this article and I'm going this article doesn't mention it mentions a ton of Bethesda stuff but specifically seems to gloss right past that. It's just funny to me. All right, back to Battlefield. I'm good with that.
1: Back to <laughs> Battlefield. So, well, okay, let's ask, what do, you, what do you think of Battlefield? How do you think it looks? Because for to, to me, this is what classic Battlefield should look and feel like. Battlefield 3, 4, even 1942. The chaos and the craziness that they're introducing in this game is everything I want out of a Battlefield game. We got... We got crazy snowstorms, like sandstorms and stuff, weather effects. Yeah. We got flight suits jumping from high places. We got jumping out of Not jets and using a rocket launcher. Yeah, got go a ahead.
2: commentary on uh global uh, warming or environmental uh, issues. Climate change. Means. Not a commentary, by the way.
0: But it's, we it's just like if you're yeah. listening
2: at home, I'm hard uh twisting my fingers into like a curling shape that may imply that the thing I'm saying is not mean literally the thing that I'm saying. So it's not a commentary on environmental issues or change. It's what the developers have said. Um, Mm -hmm. I felt like I had to do uh, my duty and and deliver their message. It seems like it. I did say that.
1: Yeah, that That was weird, (laughs) but maybe they're going to lose
0: more fans uh, because of that. No, which would be great. No, I mean, you remember the country, you remember the controversy they had last time when they decided to have female characters in fucking a world war two.
2: Yeah, they're just scared of the fucking basement-dwelling gamer, bro. I don't
0: even
1: Exactly. It's very loud but, on the internet. Look, to me, what what they're doing here is a good choice, right? They're, they're, it's, it takes place in 2042, which is not really in the future. It's kind of future It looks more like a modern Battlefield again, like 3 and 4. It it has all the elements for success. The only problem it's going to face is that there is no campaign, and they're asking you to spend 60 to $70 on a multiplayer-only game with probably like a limited amount of maps at release. Um, that's Battlefield 5 struggled with this at launch because they said, okay, we're going to have a Battle Royale mode, but we're going to release it in the next quarter. Right? They said it, it, a, a whole bunch of things that, battle, that Battlefield 5 did not get right, which m- didn't really set itself up for success. Um, I think by eliminating the campaign for this, they want to have a successful multiplayer launch and they should do that because that is why people come to battlefield 4 they come for the giant and in this case 128 player battles of of uh of, you know the experience if you're playing on the new consoles um i think it looks great i this is going to be one of the first battlefields i probably pick up in a long time because i miss that experience of battlefield 3 and 4 was um, is, one, is there I, any i played
0: one yeah i did not Jive with me. Go ahead. Was there a rumor about uh, crossplay capability or any of that shit?
1: Um, I didn't see anything about crossplay. I will probably be picking this up on PC, right? So, is, I mean, it would be fun to play yeah. with
0: you if it's crossplay. Like, that'll hmm. be able 2042 because also, that is my
1: my most powerful device in the house, right? So, I want to play it on that, right? So, I I don't
0: know if I'm going to be getting it day one, only because I have Game Pass and it might come there eventually you know
1: oh yeah that's right it's possible although it wasn't um I, I, xbox did show off a giant list of games that are coming to game Pass day One.
0: Oh no no um, EEA will never allow a game to come to game pa- game pass day one day, day, day one yeah no but like it it was what's the game uh, the rogue squadron type game for star wars uh the- i think it was rogue squadron is that what it's called uh, the, yeah like the newer with one with vr no, no, no. The one that um, had a story, and you, you're a pilot, and and it was, it was the follow-up to, well, the Star Wars it, in canon. I
1: think it's Squadrons. I think it's Squadrons. That's what it
0: was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that game took about three to four months to end up in Game Pass. So right. after its okay. initial release. It's in um, there now. I, you can play it now if you wanted to.
1: I, I totally think this new Battlefield looks good, though. Like, I think this is the best battlefield has looked in a long time to me.
2: Um, it was incredible. And the size of the world, the maps are just, it's going to be exciting to play with
1: all the new systems they have in place. It, sure. It'll be impressive to see how they pull off 128 people with weather effects and server sync and how that's going to go. Some, some may say one. they can't, so it'll definitely be exciting to see. How this. how So goes. maybe I don't pick this up day one and like kind of watch the launch and see how that works and see how everybody does on day one, because I'll feel prone to having some uh, prone to having some server issues day one. Four huh. four is infamous for having issues. Um, I remember when that came out um, for sure. Um, let's see what else we got. Um, do we want to cap off the, the Bethesda Microsoft talk with that final announcement that they showed off, or do you got anything mm. else you guys want to talk about?
2: I'm good on specifics. We so hit a lot of that. Unless we, what's the what's the you're the big about, one? You are not talking about talking about, about, Red, talking about um, Redfall. Oh, then real quick, what I just I just want to say super quickly, I think it's really, really, really fucking cool that Sea of Thieves is having a Pirates of the Caribbean crossover. Oh, yeah, that's actually sanctioned by Disney. That shit is so hype with how Disney guards their IP that the fact that they're like dipping their toe into this while also closing their own studios means they're trusting other developers. They see the value of having their IP in really well-built worlds and makes me excited for what the future of Disney properties could be in games. Cause I don't know if you guys saw Raya, but mm-hmm. Raya is Taylor fucking made to be an RPG. So this has me hoping all kinds of wild things for the future, but it's probably going to be a pretty lit sea of thieves expansion on its own.
1: It does look really cool. They had the music play and they had his voice in there. Like Davy Jones showed up, man. Yep. That's, that might be a good reason to hop into CNT. They even. had, And
0: sure um, when you say his voice, you mean Johnny Depp? I believe so. I think, yeah.
2: I think it's the Kingdom Hearts squad,
0: which is everyone but oh, Johnny Depp. I think that's shit. how they do it.
2: But the impersonator <laughs> is really good.
0: He's, He's really, really, yeah, really he, good. He, he, oh, he he so, 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 so yeah. there's a Jack Sparrow, but it's just Jack Sparrow played by another dude. Exactly. Mm-hmm, yeah. You got it. Well, yeah, they just get a Johnny Depp impersonator and it's fucking the Jack Sparrow perfect. impersonator, I guess and then it worked oh yeah
1: the final thing that they showed off was arcane popped out uh the guys who make dishonored and yeah uh, yeah and the upcoming game uh fuck i always forgot the name of this game they have another game coming out this year um but they showed off redfall a vampire shooter co-op experience dude Dude, this trailer yeah go ahead i was gonna say this trailer fucking looked awesome dude characters were cool looking the abilities were cool looking the villains were awesome it was art directing like the art direction looks great like damn that is it this is a good looking game ass video game
0: yeah what's up so what style of game do you think this is is this a like evolve like the new evil dead game like i think it's going to be a a left for dead style kind of so left for dead so like four people just on a team surviving Mm -hmm.
1: With ability, like, and your characters will have sets of abilities. Um, probably a la Dishonored or that freaking other game I can't remember the name of that's coming out this year. Please, somebody help me. Which one? What is our what is arcade making this year? Death, Deathloop, Deathloop. Thank you. Which is a studios, but Deathloop uh, does look incredible. Deathloop is a like a spy versus spy type shooter with a time element to it, and you have abilities. Kind of kind like in, in that sense. This game also looks like that as well. Um, mm-hmm. But with a four player co-op spin. And I think I think everything about this game looks dope. I think yeah, I think this looks, looks really, really cool.
0: really cool looking. I don't know oh. what we're. I mean, Absolutely. Yeah.
1: It looks cool. Let's move on to the next uh, day. We got um, Monday. We sh- Capcom. OK, here's where the, the, the quality dipped comes up Mm. a (laughs) little bit monday doesn't (laughs) really register (laughs) on a lot of like recaps so uh, i'm I'm just gonna put out uh square enix and capcom um square enix had a problem with their trailers it was so bad first of all they announced guardians of the galaxy which looks like a really fun game um it is a single player action adventure story game you play a Star Lord, and you can, and it's got like Dragon Age like combat where it's action based, and you control your squad of guardians. Mm-hmm. Um, the problem with the trailer was was they changed the music of the trailer. All subsequent trailers that they showed off were literally musicless. Even even in games where they would show off, like like for example, um, like Near Aut- Automata. Right? They had like a near trailer for Fall Guys. Like that character's skin is coming to Fall Guys. And they couldn't even play the near music. Like it was literally listening to sound effects and voices in trailers. And it was just kind of like removing the music removed the effect of a lot of these things. It didn't um, really
2: hit as well as it could have. But like that's the, that's the world we live in. That's the, that's the DMCA reality,
1: which uh, is just unfortunately stomping. Is that what it was? It was a DMCA
0: P-O-D-M. problem? Dreams,
1: yeah, because because they were streaming it live, and that was just a, a byproduct of, of them trying to not get taken down, I guess, or whatever. I, I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Um, trying, I'm trying to see, I actually don't have the list of Square Enix games, so I'm actually going to move on to Capcom for just a minute until I pull that up while I while I uh, vamp for a minute. Um, Enix Showcase,
0: showcase, I mean, they had okay, Life, so Life is Strange, right, remastered.
1: Yeah, they showed that off. They showed off more of the new Life is Strange game. Um, they announced a DLC for Resident Evil Village. Um, Monster Hunter, they announced updates. I'm going to be honest with you, Capcom didn't really show anything new off. They just the, pretty yeah, much the showed up.
2: was was the coolest thing. Um, just showing that they're still investing in that that world, that game that was, you know, so good from what I've seen, what I've heard. I haven't watched too much because I'm going to get there eventually, but um, I like that. I, mean, I think okay. it's
1: cool. As a Monster Hunter fan, they showed off a bunch of Monster Hunter stuff. Updates to Rise, which I liked, um but I think we knew that Rise was going to be like a a constantly updated game. Um and they showed off Monster Hunter Stories, which was cool. Ace Attorney, they showed off more of that. But other than that, that was that was Capcom. There was really nothing Capcom. new to write home about. Um let me talk about Square Enix's showcase. Um I did not pull it up on time cuz I didn't get there. Uh, the, um,
0: the Guardians of the Galaxy well, game. I'm, I'm looking at this now. It just looks a lot yeah. like the Marvel Avengers game. Let's but start. I think this has a better chance of
1: succeeding because it is
0: not multiplayer. It is a
1: story-driven, a game, uh, uh, with the Guardians. We're sure, about and that? you can, <laughs> I'm a hundred percent sure. It, it definitely looks like it, and they've
2: they've communicated their their commitment to a single player. Um, story focused solid experience not something that can be watered down
1: by the multiplayer space okay and the live service yeah. of it but you know they're they're designing a story driven game or guardians and i think that's a cool i think that's probably how they should have handled avengers it's what i wanted um, with avengers and didn't get it <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> um and it looks cool like it looks like your conversations with your crewmates will affect their moods and how they feel about you that's like a Always a very cool Biowarey type thing that they they put in there. Um, and you command like if you ever play the Dragon Age games, you command your squad uh, to do attacks along with you as Starlord. So you just you are just playing as Starlord. Lord. Oh, um, mo- yeah. So moving on, they announced uh, they showed off Babylon's Fall, which we is a game we hadn't seen in a while, and that game kind of looked weird, weirder than we did see it back in like well, I want to say 2016 or 2017. They announced it will be a multiplayer game and that it will be a live service game a la action, you know, action fantasy. So expect that kind of game from that. Um, they announced Stranger of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Mm. I have no idea what's going on <laughs> with this game. I'm going to be it's real like, with you.
2: It's like a Final Fantasy Souls-like game.
1: Kind, Yeah, a little bit. And the dialogue That's was like vibe, real yeah. weird, you know, but like. Let's see. Let's see how that turns out. And that's yeah. honestly, that's what's new really from Square Enix is what they showed us. Um, we're going to move on to the final showcase that I think that is worth talking about. And we're going to talk about Nintendo. Um, the Nintendo Direct was yesterday and damn, dude, they, they to me, they saved what which was probably a kind of mediocre E3. Um, for me, I think the big yeah. winner. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah I'm saying disagreeing with you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's see. Let me let me bring up the list of things that they uh Nintendo Direct.
2: Did you see the uh, very beginning of their stream? Like, so we all know everyone is waiting for Breath of the Wild 2. Right? That's what the big wait was for. But their very first opening moments on their stream showed uh showed Ganon climbing up like a mountaintop in their trailer but this was all to reveal a new playable character in super smash brothers and i yep. was like nintendo
1: you're goddamn trolls well, you know what do, you you you're do you know what that is that do is you know, from- i don't know the character i didn't recognize the character so it's kazuya from tekken and the joke with the volcano is in every tekken game um kazuya and his father hihachi toss each other's into volcanoes and it, and it became like a meme it became like an ongoing gag that every time they get they, that one of them gets tossed into the volcano they they come back to life and they get revenge on each other so you pretty much the the, the trailer is a joke of, it's, of characters yeah. getting thrown into a volcano
2: yeah there's there's layers, hilarious sure. and they, but they knew that we would just see like ganon and be like oh my god it's it it's happening but then like not right away you know
1: not right away um, and the best part of the, the, the end of that trailer was he throws Kirby into the volcano and he's like looking over the edge and then behind him, Kirby's like doing his little marshmallow puff away. Like he's, he flies away. It's great. Yep. Um, so that was the first announcement. Good for the, good for smash still killing it. Mm-hmm. Um, they announced a new Mario party game, Mario party superstars. I'm so glad I got the other Mario party game, which only has a few boards and whatever, not salty about it, Nintendo, but you know. Cool. Well well, I do like a, a good Mario Party game. Um see they announced Life is Strange is coming, they announced a new Monkey Ball game, which is cool. Um they gave us a Metroid announcement. I was hoping for Prime Four, we would see a little bit of that, but they are giving us a new two D Metroid uh game, Metroid Dread. Apparently was announced back in like Jesus, like like years ago, they they yeah. said that there's gonna be a conclusion to the two D stories. Um and this is it. Um, so you know what? In the meantime, I will, I will play this Metroid game because I want that. It look, I mean,
2: look, man, that's the heart and soul of the series. And it'd be very cool to get a new version of that in 2021.
1: I, I might even it. hop back in because fusion was incredible. Oh yeah. I love, I love fusion. 100%. Those games are so good. Those, those games and Castlevania made the Metroidvania game. Like that is, that is where the, the name Metroidvania comes from because of maybe the Metroid, of uh,
0: Maybe Metroid Dread will be the star citizen we've always wanted.
1: Well, I hope Prime is that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. It'll, it'll, it'll come and, and we'll play it. It's coming out uh, this year in October. So good for them. Um, they announced a new Mario uh, WarioWare game. I'm sorry. These games are fun as fuck. Have you ever played, guys ever played WarioWare mm-hmm. games? I love WarioWare so much. They're, they're awesome, like, like mini games. And when I say mini games, like you literally do... Like quick things on the fly as fast as you can. It's, it's a really fun game. Um, a really fun party game. Um, I'm going to skip a few of these. Advanced Wars, Wars 1 and 2 is getting a re-release on the Switch. Now, these games have a history of being super popular. People freaking love Advanced Wars. So, for them to bring it back, this may be a good way to gauge if people still want more of these games if this sells well. So whenever they do stuff like this, you guys, it's real, it's real important to realize that they're doing it for a reason, right? Um, These games are fun. If you like a good strategy game, uh, this is, this is a dope ass game. Uh, Definitely play it. Um, And they, uh, let's see. And I think we're coming to the end of this. They showed off, finally, Breath of the Wild 2. Finally, dude. We were all waiting for this. Finally. There's a lot to unpack in this trailer, and like we were doing that in our Discord before. Um, and it looks it looks cool. Like it, it, it may be in the same map, but they're adding like a sky area to it. Uh, new powers and abilities for Link. Um, people are speculating all kinds of things about like when this takes place, if it's a prequel, it's a sequel, like right after. Uh, where? What are your thoughts uh, on this, guys? Uh, Trip, you want to start? Uh, Give me thoughts. thoughts? Yeah, where are you at? Where are you at when it comes to this? So they
2: showed us the original trailer like a year or so ago, um, yeah. maybe even two years. Was that 2019? Yeah, it was 2019. Um, we didn't
1: have E3 last year, remember?
2: Yeah. So they they in classic Nintendo fashion, they give us nuggets here, uh, but they don't give us a lot. But they give us enough to just like keep the theories spinning, you know. And I've got a lot. I've been watching this trailer like frame by frame, trying to figure out what the hell is going on. Um, the coolest thing about this was we got some definite, definite displays of new powers, new powers the Link has. Um, there was seemingly a fire power. There was an expansion to the time stopping power. Yeah, where it almost looks cool. like you reverse the thing that you're hitting instead of like saving up like energy on it. Oh, um, yeah. There was also this like teleportation power using water, where Link became a. It seemed like you become a drop of water and fly up into. Like a, like, a, like a cliff or some kind of like platform, but then you come through the underside to above it. Is that what that you're a drop of water when you do that? It's the water like, like slurped up a puddle went into a drop and then went to the top of this, this thing. Oh, that's, wild.
1: that's yeah, crazy. But,
2: but I think you don't play as link for, for a section of the game. Either you have a character choice or Link has different costumes, but that second option doesn't, doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Link sports this arm, right, that looks like it's the source of some of these new abilities. Um, so both of these visual characters have this arm, but they show Link, and they show his face in this new trailer, with the classic Breath of the Wild hair from the first one. The little ponytail, the like, the long sideburn things, the shaggy hair. You see him with his arm and that hairstyle, You see another person with longer hair, flowing hair, the person that's diving through the sky in skyward sword fashion down to the earth um, with the same arm, longer hair. But you never see this person from the front. We don't know who this face is. Indeed, we don't. In a different costume. Is it Zelda? Is it Ganon? There are so many theories going around about who this is, who you might play as. So. I'm hyped to find out more. They said 2022, whether that means, uh, spring or December, we don't really know, uh, or holiday, I should say, but look, and I'm all for letting them just like take their time
1: and, and rip it. Of course. And on top of that, I don't know about you, but it, it's possible. This looks like it's visually upgraded as well. Like just like the, the textures look a little bit better. Uh, this could be a premier switch pro game launch. Um, the rumor is that this newer, upgraded hardware is still coming at some point for the Switch. So I believe what did they say? Next year is that what they said? For 2022 the hardware, or for the game? No, no, no. the game is 2022. So yeah. my prediction, this is my prediction for this, is we get this game when they announce the date. They will announce new hardware to coincide with the release of this, and they expect to you know like sell that as not a bundle, but like as an addition to. Experience the Switch Pro with the new Zelda game and its upgrades, right? I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to do something like that for sure. And I'm not going to lie, I'll, I will fucking get that.
2: Yeah, dude. <laughs> <My> <laughs> are broken and I haven't sent them away. So I'm going to fix my Joy Cons by buying a new console. That's my plan.
1: Obviously, that's oh, how else would you do it? Get new Joy Cons? geez screw that. <laughs> yeah,
0: come on. That's ridiculous. I barely even but, use Joy Cons. I don't, I don't even know. Mine could be broken. Maybe. It's very possible. I always use the but, Pro Controller. so. Oh, yeah, there you go. I mean, I, think,
1: I like the idea because the rumor is that the new hardware is going to be like 4K upscale, like ready and, and compatible, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. If it has more powerful hardware where it can run games at 60 frames a second, that's honestly all I care about. I, like, I would like a smoother experience on the Switch.
2: Yeah, um, absolutely.
1: There's also and, rumors
2: of it being streaming. To to further let you play more games on the console. And that's if it's got that built in, that's the way of the future anyway. So that'd be incredible to have that in a handheld thing where you just play off a server for a smooth,
1: you know, DLSS enabled experience, whatever the technology is. Hell yes. Oh, yeah. Play if it game. uses DLSS, that's dope. Like Because that means it can upscale to whatever it can. It can scale to whatever. Um, yep. Yeah,
2: so they can yeah, they I, can I, save. They can save money in the servers. They can save money by sending it to your console. There's so many possibilities here.
1: I love that. I love so that. many. Well, guys, that's E3. That we is E3. It. We went through it. It was, it was fine. It wasn't the best E3. <laughs> there wasn't, there wasn't anything that stood out aside from you know uh, Elden Ring and this, the Breath of the Wild, and uh, the Xbox conference had some real good bangers that I, I liked. Xbox brought the heat this year. I, I, for me, I think the best conference was if I grade the top three, I would say. Xbox, then Nintendo, and then the Games Fest show. That's that's my top three there. And then everything else is just...
2: I, I would actually agree with you. Uh, s- slot for slot. Top to bottom. That's the order, for sure.
1: Xbox really showed what their acquisitions were this year, and they showed what Game Pass is capable of, and that was mm-hmm. huge. Huge. Yep. Game Pass and Xbox are just... They're tearing it up right the, now. The they are...
0: That- there, there was
1: so, be, to be another uh, industry leader again.
0: I mean, there were so many games in that presentation and they just completely transparently said, you know, try it on Game Pass day one. Try it on mm-hmm. Game Pass day one. You there were you, 27 you, day one games announced. You win, right? Because you said try it on Game Pass day day one all day long that's why you win like the playstation now experience still only has playstation 2 3 and 4 games no five games are getting released on it none like Mm -hmm. how are you going to win that if you don't fucking change your business (laughs) model of the playstation now sony feels like it is
1: not in a position that it needs to do that and that's, I believe that is, that is where Sony is sitting.
0: They are not reading the room. Because, and by room, I mean Planet Earth. guys. Who was missing
1: at E3 this year? Sony.
2: Sony. Sony.
1: They, weren't, they weren't there. But what is Sony doing? They are showing their games off at their own leisure. Right? They just released Ratchet and Clank. We had Returnal like a month ago. We had Miles Morales. We have Horizon coming up. We know God of War is coming like in a year or two or whenever they delayed it to. Like Sony is so confident in the games that they're putting out. And I'm, and I like at the beginning of the show, I talked about Ratchet and Clank. That is the great experience. Mm -hmm. I believe Sony is more confident on the backs of their developers than they are worrying about game pass and what game pass offers. And I I don't know. And to us, we think that's like silly because game Pass is so good for us. They don't see it that way. I mean, you're, you're not
2: wrong. You're not wrong. It's just that, for them to w- be willfully ignoring this, which I agree with you. I think they are 1000%. Um,
1: That's not me being about, positive for Sony. I'm not. No, I know. I know. I'm, I'm not being ab- positive toward them yeah.
2: but you're right. You're definitely right. This is how they, they value themselves. That's how they value what they put out into the world. It just, unfortunately, we are the poorest generation <laughs> in modern history. And if you can give gamers more to do for, less money and to have a that experience value be day one and date with giving someone $60 for that experience, that's going to go so much farther than the incredible story game that you're right. And I hate to just be as blunt as possible, but like, that's a fact. That's an absolute
1: fact. It would be nice if the gamer, the the game people didn't charge $70 for their games. Just saying, it would be real cool if they didn't do that. They don't have to do that. but they want They want to do that. It, game the game. I don't care what people say online or wherever when they say, "Oh, they have to meet up with the d- the dev costs." These games make billions of dollars, billions with a B. They are making the money. So for them to raise 100%. it because it's because of a new generation is a load of cod swallow. Because guess what? Battlefield, the new Battlefield game is going to be sixty dollars on my PC with a thirty eighty in it that can play. The same quality of games on the PS5 and Xbox One uh, Series X. True. So I don't buy that for a second. You're you're not selling. I'm not I'm not picking up what you're putting down. But I do like Sony's it's games. True. I do like their games. Like it's Ratchet and Clank has been a fun time. I love Returnal, Spider-Man games. Right. Mm-hmm. I like I like the stuff that they make, which is my problem. That's a mean and, problem. I mean, it's it's not a problem. <laughs> it's a good problem to have. I mean, if we're talking right. problems here, you know. Exactly. It just, exactly.
2: it's, you know, they're being willfully ignorant. To the to the
1: nature of the world, I guess. Every, yeah, and every, everything. Yeah.
2: Especially the the nature of the world, for sure.
1: Yeah, and like the nature of the game space that we're currently in, where Xbox is doing all these crazy cool things.
2: Yeah. But, you know. It is what it is, man. They gotta learn their lessons. And uh, they will.
1: And that's E3, you guys. That's the show. That was the that show.
0: is E3. We did it.
1: Well, gentlemen, you ready to wrap this bad boy up? Hell yeah. Ready. I've been Niwayoshi. Thank you for joining the Emerging Gamer Podcast, episode 300, the big milestone. 300. We did it, guys. 300 it's, episodes, whew, dudes. What a what a ride it's
2: been with you all. It's been actually insane. Um, we yeah. are planning to do some live in-person things over the next couple of weeks. We're going to get back into the studio and have a lot of fun um stay tuned for that we'll let you know what's going on and when so you can help us celebrate but yeah we've made it guys three
1: hundo hell yes yeah um you can follow me at twitter.com slash neo underscore yoshi twitch.tv slash neo yoshi i will be streaming more again after uh my real life slows down a little bit with the job the real life job i needed to chill a little bit before i come back but i'm coming back i'm gonna be coming back i'm gonna have a schedule promise you guys it's happening coming back and then trip
2: I'm Trip Zero, guys. You can follow me at Trip Zero TV. I stream Mondays, Tuesdays, and Thursdays on twitch.tv slash Trip Zero TV. Right now, I am playing the Resident Evil series, going through that top to bottom. And uh, it's a great time. In between the full series games, we're playing Power Wash Simulator. And it's an incredible chill experience to counteract the zombies. Um, it's been quite the adventure. And uh, if you like that series or just like a fun time in video game world, come hang out
0: elix And this is Felix Hergood, twitch.tv slash Felix Hergood. Um uh, maybe coming up with a stream schedule. I'm still working on it.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's happening. It's happening. It's like, you're, you're doing
2: the E3Ts like everyone else's, dude. Yeah, but we are with yeah. Felix streams. Maybe. Maybe,
1: uh, maybe, uh, maybe, maybe. maybe Maybe Felix maybe, Hergood maybe. will be
0: coming back to be good TV for you again. Be good TV. I want to be your that's TV. A, that's a brand right there. Yeah,
1: I want to be your
0: TV, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Well, we'll find mm-hmm. out.
1: See you next week. Later, everybody. Later.
0: That's some good TV right there, motherfucker. That's some real good goddamn TV. <laughs> I just want to be somebody's good TV, man. That's it. To somebody's good TV without having to get an agent to prove that. (laughs) Or a fucking uh, record deal or a goddamn television contract. Like, none of that shit. I'm your good TV.